Welcome to the Moms on the Level podcast, brought to you by Next Level Moms, real, authentic, honest conversations about being a mom and more. And here's your host, Faye Morgan. Welcome listeners. So happy to have you join us for this episode entitled, What's for Dinner? Back with us today is Laura Hernandez from Mama Systems. Welcome, Laura. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Oh, for those of you that missed her on our last episode, let's um, let Laura tell a little bit about herself. Yeah, so um, my name is Laura, and my husband and I live in the Dallas area, and we have 10 kiddos, um, seven biological, three through adoption, and I own a business called Mama Systems, and that kind of came to be after we added four kids in a six month period to our family. So we went from four kids to eight kids along with a cross country move. And it was just kind of mass chaos for us. I was living in survival mode. And I remember just thinking, if I could just get to the end of the day and get everybody in bed, we're going to be okay. And we had five little people, four and under all in diapers. And it was just a whole lot. It was a whole lot. And I read books and blogs and all the things trying to figure out something to put in place in our home to kind of bring some order and peace and nothing seemed to fit our family. And this is kind of when I realized that, you know what, we've got to figure this out on our own because our family is so unique. And that process that I walked through is now what I get to walk through with other mamas, because all of us have really unique families. We're all created so differently. And I realized that that seems kind of cliche or whatever, that we're all so unique, right? But truly, I think that we respond to each other and act towards each other and think about our actions and view of other people's actions, like we're all the same. And so as we're kind of going through this, I just want to give that grace of we are all so unique and all so different in that our personalities, our kids' personalities, number of kids, our home, our husband, our schedules, everything about our family is not like anybody else's. And so um, just remember that and give yourself grace as we kind of talk through this subject. Oh, that is such a great word. And speaking of unique, and let's add amazing, our sweet Amy Ellis is with us. Hey, Amy. Hey, Faye. Hey, Laura. I'm so glad to be here with you guys. Okay, well, listen, in today's episode, we're going to get some great tips for dinner time. With back to school in full swing, and the spooling up soon of our holiday schedules and Everything that comes with October, November, December, dinner time can be more challenging than those easy summer days. So let's get to it. Laura, tell us about your top meal planning tips and tricks for busy moms. Yeah, so I have I have a few of them, but I think that most importantly, we're going to go back to the you are so unique. And so I want you to be thinking about all of this in light of the fact that you do what works for you. If you need to do cereal two nights of the week, oh my goodness, make that happen. We're not all trying to eat organic, healthy, on a budget, all the things. Like we can't do that, all of that. Short little meals, like we can't do all of that. And so we really got to figure out what's important to you and to your family. And this could be like, hey, the most important thing to me is that we're all sitting down at the table together. I don't care what we're eating. We're sitting down at the table together and having good conversation. Or it could be that you want to eat clean and you're really trying to keep your kids as healthy as possible. And so all of the organic food is really important to you. But let's just start planning with all of that in mind, because I think that, again, we can get really judgy with ourselves and really critical of how we're feeding our family and what we're feeding our family and 
when and why and all those things, right? So let's just start with that. Next, I want us to kind of move into like what we know. Like, what do we know about our kids? What do we know about our family? Um, for me, I'm, my husband does not consider it a dinner if we don't have some form of meat involved, you know? And so I think that that's, that's kind of my guiding principle. And when I'm making meals is mm-hmm. hey, we have that in play. Right. And then I also know that I don't want to be doing a million different dishes every night. So I want that to be an easy, easy cleanup opportunity for me. Um, some things you might want to take into consideration is, do you need to feed your younger people before your husband gets home? Like you may want a family dinner, but maybe the season that you're in right now is that you're feeding your people 4.30 or 5 and your husband doesn't get home till 6. And that's okay. Like, so we're giving ourselves all the permissions and all the grace here because I think we so desperately need it. Um, so all that to say, my number one tip for meal planning is theme nights for mealtime, for dinner time, I guess would be more appropriate here we're talking about the nighttime. Um, and this looks different in every home, right? But I think that this really helps us cut down on the decision fatigue. When I don't have a meal plan and I sit down and I'm like, okay, what are we gonna eat for dinner? All of a sudden, a million different recipes flood through my head. And I'm like, what am I gonna choose? What are all the things, right? But if I can narrow it down to a certain topic or certain, certain food category, it narrows down all of my choices into like five choices instead of a million. And so for me, this looks like Monday night, we're doing a crock pot meal, something super easy. We typically have co-op on that day. And so we just need something that's already done, already prepped, ready to go when we walk in the door. On Tuesday night, we do Taco Tuesday. And this does not have to be hard shell ground beef tacos. It can be something in the Tex-Mex category for us. And so that's quesadillas or fajitas or taco salad or breakfast tacos, like all of those things fall into that category. So when I go to meal plan on my Tuesday nights, I know I'm just picking from a Tex-Mex item, right? Again, just cuts down on that decision fatigue of all the choices I have to like five choices that I have. On Wednesday night, we do breakfast. Um, and I love breakfast for dinner because it's so easy. I mean, it's so easy. So we can either do like breakfast sandwiches or breakfast tacos or um, just eggs and pancakes. I mean, kids are never going to argue with pancakes for dinner. It, at least in my house, they will never argue. But um, so yeah, that's what we do on Wednesday nights. And then Thursday nights, we do date nights. So kids do an easy dinner, like hot dogs and chicken nuggets. And Friday night, we have our pizza night. And so like listening to that, you're like, oh, pancakes and tacos and pizza and and chicken nuggets. Like she's not eating too healthy over there. But you know what? It's okay. I feel really great about our choices for dinner. And even though those things may not sound healthy, I know that our kids are getting their fruits and their vegetables and all the things that they need for being healthy. And so um, that's just kind of how we plan our week out and kind of how, if you don't have a plan at all, that's how I encourage mamas to do it because it that decision fatigue is so exhausting. And at the end of the day, that is the last time we need to be making decisions. Yes. And I love that what you're saying that, um, What I hear you saying is we need to make a plan, whatever that plan is, it's unique to your home. So you need to make a plan. And I think um, in other conversations we've had, Laura, um, you've said you're going to make a plan at some point, whether you do it on the front end or the back end, at some point you're going to make a plan. So um, it's better to go ahead and kind of get it going when you're not so rushed or chaotic or last minute. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Because you're going to feed your people and you're going to either do that by creating a plan all at once where you get all the groceries and you're not running around like a crazy person, or you're going to be doing it at five o'clock and thinking, oh shoot, well, I don't have this. I don't have this. And you know what? Things are going to happen. You're going to get to a meal and realize the chicken didn't thaw on time or <laughs> that the oven was turned off by a child at some point during the cooking process. And you're going to have to be flexible and like put on your little flexible pants and go figure out something else for dinner. But it's better to have that as the rarity than the norm, you know, to be living in that chaos during the the witching hour when everybody's kind of loosening it. Yeah, and I realized that with like a family of 12, you probably don't do a lot of leftover nights because leftovers would feed like a third of your family or something like that. So, I mean, you know, I, I also like to fit, fit in, you know, a couple leftover nights a week because generally with, with four or five with our oldest, she went to college. So now we're just four. We, we tend to have leftovers. Like I can make a meal and make it work for two nights. And so I even, I even put that in, or maybe our weekends are leftovers, like just, you know, fend for yourself, um, times because, you know, then I, I, that's two less meals or however many less meals I have to think about. Yeah, we definitely, we do leftovers on Sunday. That's our leftover night. So mm, yeah. that's good. We've got to yeah. clear out the fridge. Yeah. One well, of the things that start we do, that's what we do. <laughs> clear out the fridge. I'm like, I put some, I put everything out. I'm like, you know, whoever, if you want something, you better come get it first, you know, because first come first serve. And um, so I also like, um, Laura, that you talked about that you have to do what's important to you. And I think that, um, when you were mentioning that, oh, maybe they're not eating that healthy over there. I, I've noticed since I only have two and they're well into their teenage years, when they were younger, I think the meals looked a lot more like what you're saying. And maybe as they're getting older, and I think um, maybe um, Amy can attest to this and she has less children than you, you're still kind of like you got a lot of little kids around. Um, I think that it starts to change because the volume that they eat when they're teenagers is insane. I mean, insane, especially if they're athletic in any nature. Um, so would you agree with that, that that's probably something that kind of like is um, in flux? Yeah, I yeah, would totally I agree. agree. <laughs> yeah, I would agree as well. And I'm also, as they grow older, they're palates change as well and they're more willing to try new things and different things and so like the chicken nugget nights my my older kids aren't going to do that but we can do a nicer dinner or order takeout or something like that with them and then feed the little people stuff that that they like that they don't seem to care to be missing out on our Chinese dinner you know but you even mentioned having a you know if you need to have cereal two nights a week um go for it well you know like if I could ask my son, like, what would be the meal of choice? Any meal, I would do anything for you. He'd go, well, besides McDonald's, he would go and have cereal for dinner. Cause like, there's just something neat about eating cereal for dinner. Like I can cook all the things in the world and really he would want a bowl of cereal. So like just fitting that in sometimes like, okay, tonight's a fun night. You know, it's just a one-off. We're not going to do this all the time, but you know, tonight we're going to do, you know, whatever you want you know, we'll do, or cereal, not, not whatever you want, but you know what I mean? Like if you want a bowl of cereal, that's great. Like it doesn't have to be a leftover because he looks at the leftovers and he's like, uh, I don't really want any of these. <laughs> yeah. I feel um, the same way about leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some people, 
are, yeah, are not leftover people. So um, just a couple things I want to know what you girls think of these kinds of tips. Um, create a list of meals that your family eats regularly. So like on my notes, I have like stuff that they like. And then when I'm just really kind of like, I don't know what to do, I kind of go to that list. And um, when we talk about the leftover nights, which I think are great. And and if, if your budget allows, I always think it's good to plan for a meal out. Um, but something that I do um, as far as budget is I plan around sales. So if I see that certain things are on sale, then I try and look for recipes that have those items. And I always try and make my grocery list at home because <laughs> when you get to the store, everything's looking at you. And you never go to the store hungry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we can all attest to that. So, um, so that's good. I just, I want to sh shift to something here. Um, Laura, tell us what you think um, the difference between food prep versus a meal prep looks like. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so in my, in my categories, I would say, and this could totally be the wrong answer. I don't know, but in my categories, that food prep is like chopping the vegetables and getting it all ready and in the fridge and ready to go. So that way, when that five o'clock hour comes, you're just doing the meal prep. You're bringing it all together. Um, so I'm like, so tonight we're having this chicken Parmesan dish thing. So I already have everything already measured out and in the fridge, just because that makes my life so much easier when everybody is coming home, people are trying to get to activities and all I have to do is throw it in the pot and then get it on the table. Like that just makes my job so much easier because I mean, I don't know about y'all, but that, that hour, that five o'clock hour can be so stressful. And so the more I have planned beforehand, and then the more I can kind of plan out that hour and designate what that's going to look like, like the better I am all around as a human being, because I can have some sense of peace and joy while I'm preparing food for my people. Yeah. And you mentioned before, like their second point was like, um, no, you know, what do you know about your family? You know, and I know for sure about my family that my husband, same as yours. He's like, if we haven't had meat, we haven't really eaten. Um, so, you know, just planning a meal where he's going to really appreciate the meal and not just be like, you know, okay, now I have to eat something after, which has happened because I didn't really eat enough. And, uh, and so I, I think that, you know, planning and being prepared, like he'll ask me early in the day, do you have a plan for dinner? And most of the time I'm like, no, but I will, I will have a plan. <laughs> and so just coming, you know, coming to it and being like, man, I wish every day I could just go and this is what we're having for dinner, everybody, so that they can be prepared. Because my son will come in every day and go, hey, mom, what's for dinner? And I'll go, food. <laughs> and that's like, sometimes I know, sometimes I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I've learned that if we have a lot of people like that as well. And so just having it written out has been such a huge, can like, just point to the menu over there. And that really helps them kind of set their minds straight before we, we sit down and they decide if they like it or don't like it, you know? Yeah. And I like the way um, you mentioned, um, I think that you said on Mondays you have crock pot and we talked about food prep versus meal prep and kind of chopping up your vegetables, kind of getting the ingredients. I think those two things work really well for working moms. I mean, it works for all of us, right? But for those moms that are like at work all day long, I think that um, the crock pot is like a super, super tool. And um, just maybe using the weekends to kind of prep mm -hmm. 
the the vegetables or the meat or whatever you have to like separate in order to kind of get it together. And one thing that's one of my favorite things is um, the one pot, one pan meals where like kind of everything, it just goes into one, the meat, the, the starch, the vegetables, everything goes in there. And something that I haven't done this as much as I used to do, but I always say, I'm going to do this. I try and cook double Mm -hmm. so that I can freeze the other, especially anything pasta related, just like kind of cook it. So then all you have to do is just kind of put it in the oven. Um, But um, what about any tips like that? You guys have anything that you kind of can say, this is a real time saver for me. One thing that I, I like to do um, is find those vegetables that you can cut and freeze because if I cut and then I freeze into portion sizes for whatever I need, especially like green and red and yellow peppers. I cut those onions. I cut those ahead of time. And then I just, I actually put them in a Ziploc bag, like a snack size Ziploc bag. And then I just squeeze out of the Ziploc, the ones that I need. Now, if you're going to eat them fresh, you're not going to want to freeze them. But, but if you're eating them, if you're cooking them into a dish or putting them in the crock pot or whatever, then I just kind of squeeze out the amount I need. And then I put the bag back in the freezer and I've, you know, I don't have to do any chopping of those vegetables. There's some things that probably don't freeze super well, but, but like anything that I know that I could freeze, I do that. I do that. Like I do a big chunk at a time. And then when I see I'm getting low, I'm like, okay, I got to do that again. And then, then I'm not having to buy those. Pe- oh, do I have a green pepper for dinner tonight? You know? Yeah. Garlic yeah, is garlic. a great one to freeze as well. Mm, Go ahead and chop it up or mince it up and put that in a freezer bag. Yeah. yeah. And onions. Onions. I'll do that with onions. It's good too and stuff. And again, it's all depending on your budget. Sometimes like, um, like Costco's or BJ's has them kind of like, I know that I just recently bought, like it had peppers and onions all kind of cut up like for like fajita type stuff or, um, you know, anything of that nature where you might need both those items, but, um, any other tips, um, for, meal prep. Yeah. So one of the things that I love doing that I kind of, I will die on this hill for all of you. I think that meal prepping lunches for your kids has absolutely changed my life. And so I don't know if, if that means, um, just like making the sandwiches and then freezing the sandwiches, or if it means just having your little Tupperware things in the fridge, ready to go, or having even snack bags zipped up with the amount of goldfish or the amount of animal crackers or whatever it is that you're going to be feeding them that week, just so that you're not doing that every night, pulling out all of those ingredients every night. Okay. Can you freeze sandwiches? You can. Well, we do PB and J. You can buy them frozen. So I'm assuming that if the store can freeze them, we can freeze them. Yeah. And then meat, like lunch meat and stuff. If you just have that by itself, like rolled up and then. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, for sure. And cheese sticks and go-gurts and things like that are so easy to freeze and easy for kids to grab so that they can have that job of making their lunch and you're not making it for them. Yeah, I definitely think that anything that we can do to just kind of like simplify the dinner, Mm -hmm. right? So, so keep it simple. And, you know, I think a a great wrap up is, is that um, make the meal plan so that you can save time so that you can save money so that you can eat healthier if that's important to you. And whatever in those categories is important to you, I think that it's 
good to make a plan ahead of time because like I really love what Laura has said before if you're going to make a plan at some point at some point you may not know it but you will make a plan but so any do you guys have any final words before we head out usually we end the podcast with is um what has God taught you lately to go to the next level but I think we can all agree that um this is going to help all our dinners go to the next level so because I've definitely learned a few things from you guys today so any final words that either of you have or both of you have yeah I think just continuing to give ourselves grace in this um it's really hard to be hard on, I mean, I guess it's really easy to be hard on ourselves and to be unkind to ourselves, especially if we're in a cruddy season or you have sick kids or you're pregnant and you don't want to cook anything because you feel like you might be sick if you do. Just say that. Um, there's just seasons of life where it's just difficult. And I think we're the first ones to kind of come really hard on ourselves. And I just, I want to just you to hear me say there's so much grace and, and the Lord is pleased with you and how you're loving on your family and taking care of little babies in you and all of the things. So just rest in that. Yeah, that's a good word. And I, along those lines, I think that I go through seasons where I do really well at planning. And then I go through seasons where it's just, it is what it is mm-hmm. and that's okay too. And, you know, when I, when I can get back to the, being able to to plan. I feel really good, but then, you know, life just throws you some curveballs, and you got to just, okay, tonight we're just doing McDonald's and that's okay. Um, so just, yeah, I totally agree with that being, you know, understanding your family and and knowing what, what you need and, um, and being, you know, giving yourself that freedom to, you know, I didn't, I fed my kids cereal tonight and they loved it and I'm happy. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. It's a great way to end on, you know, we're, you know, we, we need to think about everything, including this, that, um, you know, we have an audience of one and that's it and no one else. And he's got nothing but grace and mercy for us. So I just love both of you. You're both so kind. You're both so sweet. You make me a better person. And um, I just want to thank you. And please, I want everyone to go and check out Laura's website, mamasystems.net. Oh, and follow her on Instagram for encouragement, tips, and more. Until next time. Thank you to our sponsors, the Social Mind Center and Basenji Adventures. Check out Social Mind Center on their website, socialmindcenter.com, and the Basenji Adventures YouTube channel for lots of cute dog videos. Join us next time as we spend time together to connect, equip, and inspire each other.